Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Face the Climb podcast listeners, and welcome to Behind the Training Week One. I am going to be recapping all of the first week of training of my 12 week training plan leading up to the goal of trying to flash pockets of resistance down in the New River Gorge. And if you did not listen to the previous episode behind the training, the intro, definitely recommend that you go give that a listen to understand why I created this goal. It's probably not why you think. And then also what to expect from this series and why I am sharing behind the training, you know, week by week, my thoughts not holding back at all and why I'm doing that. And it has to do with breaking down that barrier of so many times climbers are like, but I don't know what training would be like. So this is a deep dive in to break down that barrier to show climbers what training would be like beyond just what the training plan is, what to expect with the training plan, you know, all of that pizzazz. This is going to be more of the mental, emotional and physical roller coaster. So they are shorter. I don't do crack snack or coffee in these episodes, but I am drinking a grande pistachio cream cold brew because I actually just finished up the strength training day, which I did at Planet Fitness. Yes, I have a Planet Fitness membership. I absolutely game changing for me to have a gym that is not climbing related at all because I work in a climbing gym. I work with climbers. I climb in climbing gyms. Like having that separate thing that is separate from climbing as my whole world is revolves around climbing. It's what I do for work. It's what I enjoy and everything. Having that separate space has been absolutely life-changing for me. But yes, I'm drinking a grande pistachio cream cold brew because there is a Starbucks next to the Planet Fitness. Really convenient for me, you could say. (laughs) But overall, I would say after week one, I am kind of feeling just nothing. (laughs) Um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, I was definitely super excited to start this all, but now that the first week of training is done, I'm definitely going to go back and I could increase the intensity of some stuff, like going over the hangboard workout, the hangboard repeaters that I'm doing. Um, It wasn't too difficult. The most difficult part for me was just hanging on the 20 millimeter edge for the repeater protocol that I'm doing is variation, seven seconds on, 23 seconds off. And I did five reps. I'm definitely going to up that up to seven reps next week. But yeah, the 20 millimeter, there's, uh, it's still very hard for me to half crimp with my left hand because of my finger injury. So it just kind of is going to be getting used to and On the 20 millimeter edge, I really want to do half crimping. The pockets of resistance is crimpy, so I do want to train half crimp, but it's it's definitely just hard to hang off of the 20 millimeter edge. And that was 
that was frustrating for me because I'm just like, motherfucker, still? Like, this is still a thing. It's been almost a year now since I had the finger injury, and I'm just like, this is still a thing. And it's not that it was painful. So it's not that it still, like, caused me pain or anything. It's just the mobility of my finger, the distal joint, made, it makes it very hard for me to, like, have crimp and be able to really bear down, which then kind of changes things for me and how I climb. But that was definitely frustrating. But overall, I'm definitely going to up the amount of reps. So three sets of seven reps of seven seconds on, 23 seconds off. The 20 millimeter, like I mentioned, it wasn't like pump factor. It was more of just being able to hang off the 20 millimeters. And I did do a little assessment beforehand to make sure that I could and everything and I could. But doing that many that many reps. Um, I only did it for set two was the 20 millimeter. I did 25 millimeter edge for set one and set three. I'm definitely thinking of adding BFR bands back into the mix of just using those for the 25 millimeter edge and not so much the 20 millimeter edge if it still kind of be that way, but you never know. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stick with it, obviously, and just really retrain my finger and get better at the 20 millimeter edge, but that was definitely frustrating. And then I did finish that up with isometric 90 degree weighted hangs, four sets, and then a core circuit. Oh boy, fucking core. There is, I have a serious mental block with core and doing core alone. So I'm glad that I wrote out core beforehand for me. I'm using the app that I use with my athletes, my one-on-one athletes, and I'll be using for the breakthrough program. And definitely having that there, it was better for me to be like, okay, Jen, you just got to do it. You just got to fit. You got to get through it. And that's something I also go through when I was training with uh, my previous coach was just the core. It's really hard for me to get psyched and want to follow through with core if I'm the only one doing it. When I'm with someone doing core, it is great. But it's definitely a struggle. And having that written out for me already, like I already wrote it out for me and it's in the app. It's like the accountability is there. And I'm so thankful that it's there because I would not have probably done core otherwise. But overall, that session wasn't too bad. You know, it was good. It was a good thing for me to recognize and see where I'm at in terms of my fingers and the hangboard and adjusting accordingly with that. And adjusting is definitely something that needs to be done. And going through and being like, okay, yeah, we're going to adjust this to that. Um, I will say day one though, motherfucker. Day one was the conditioning. I was so fucking psyched to do four by fours. I was actually like, I've been looking forward to doing four by fours. Okay. So psyched to do four by fours. Went to CRG Glastonbury and then motherfucker, it was popping. It was popping and it was like 6 p.m. at night and it was still popping. I was like, if we go later, like it won't be that bad. Maybe we went at like five and it was a weekend and the bouldering area was so busy. So I was just like four by fours aren't going to be happening today. And I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed, truthfully. I never thought I'd be excited for four by fours. I'm definitely planning this out better. I'm not going to be doing day one four by fours, the conditioning day for myself on a weekend anymore. I'm going to try to go more during the day or a weeknight um, at a climbing gym over the weekend. It was just really disappointing. And yeah, so I did rope doubles instead. And I am thankful that I was there because I do love lead climbing at that gym and their 
over their lead wall is very overhung. It's great to really build up that overhanging endurance. But it was also a slap in the motherfucking face. It was a slap in the face. I won't lie. I was very timid because here it is. I, you know, I'm not holding back. I was so disappointed. So disappointed. My client partner was just like, you look so sad. And I was like, I am. And I couldn't get myself out of the funk to get psyched for rope doubles. It was more of like, I guess I just have to do rope doubles. And that was the first day one of training of this 12-week block and me just being like, I guess this is what I fucking have to do. Fuck. (laughs) I was just so sad and so disappointed. And then with that, because I was in that mindset, I definitely, I don't regret it, but I am down on myself. I should have been able to snap out of it, but this kind of goes with the mental roller coaster. You never know what the fuck you're going to get and being able to move on. And I should have done harder grades for the first set. I did a 5.8, kind of overhung um, for my first rope double, and I did kind of feel it at the top. And this is also why I wanted to start off with bouldering more, is because bouldering is my strength right now. So I wanted to do a bouldering conditioning drill because it is my strength, it's my comfort zone to really build up that conditioning there before moving on to the ropes, which rope endurance is a weakness of mine. So kind of building a good, strong foundation to go over to ropes. And, you know, I plan on doing rope doubles after the reload week, the deload week, and being able to do them at a higher level. Um, So that was disappointing as well. And it was also kind of a slap in the face of like, yeah, this is where you're at, Jen. It's not great. It's not fucking good. So that was a very big slap in the face. And then kind of ruined the rest of my climbing session. It was really hard to get out of that funk. And I did 5.8 for the first set. And then I did kind of a slight overhung 5.9. And then I did the third set of rope doubles was a very overhung 5.9. And then I tried to do a 5.10 minus on the main lead wall cave. And I made it about two thirds and fell dropped me down, and then I moved right over to a 10 minus vertical, and I had to take about two-thirds of the way up. Not psyched that I did that, but I also didn't want to fall because I was close to the top rope rope, and it kind of freaked me out, so I took really quick, and then I finished out the climb, but it was a rude awakening, and then the rest of the session, there was some fun comp boulders and hopped on some of those, but it was really hard for me to switch into the try-hard mode, and then because of the rope doubles, the whole projecting on boulders did not last long. <laughs> um, I dropped it. There was a V4 and I couldn't even do the first move. And I was like, this is it. I got to leave. But yeah, it was it was a rude awakening. Um, and it kind of sucked. I, I was not psyched. It kind of really, you know, for that to be day one of the training. And it... It was just sad. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Um, it was just disappointment. And I think we can all feel that when you're like psyched to go. It's kind of like when you're psyched to go try out your project at the gym and then you find out that the root setters took it down and you're just so sad and disappointed. And then you're like, I guess I'll go find another project. And like you can't find one because you're just so like down and sad. And that's how I felt about this. But it was good in the fact that it really showed me that, yeah, I got to get my ass into shape. So replanning of that, unfortunately, I guess I can't go do my conditioning on a Saturday in the evening, (laughs) even in the evening, can't do what I wanted 
the conditioning because it was so busy. That's insane to me. That is absolutely insane to me. But it, you know, so scheduling out this week when I'm going to do my four by fours, I'm definitely going to schedule it more towards the weekdays. And I am excited though. I am because I didn't get to do it before. I'm excited to get four by fours done this week. I'm so excited, but it was also a really rude awakening of being like, Jen, you, you've got, now I've got 11 weeks. Now I've got 11 weeks to really build up that conditioning. Of course, were the rope doubles still effective? Yes, I got it done. I felt it. I, afterwards, I had maybe a couple good attempts in the bouldering area of like, try hard on some V7s, almost flashed a V6 there. And then it kind of like depleted fast after that. And while I was climbing, I definitely had to rest a little bit longer because I felt it in the forearm. So like, yes, it was still effective. It was definitely still effective. I'm glad that I still was just like, okay, I guess I'm doing rope doubles. And then I did the thing, you know, and that's part of the training is it's not always going to go to plan, right? If it wasn't, so the way that I have it set up, like, you know, if, It wasn't for the fact that I went to another gym to do the conditioning drill. I would have just done a different day, right? And that's totally, that's what my athletes will do. If it's busy, they'll just switch up the days. Totally fine. But it's the fact that I went to another gym. And then also the fact, like, if I didn't do conditioning at all, I really didn't take advantage of the lead wall that they have where I could do rope doubles, you know, on lead. So... It was just, I just had to get it done. I just had to do the thing. And that's unfortunately what training is about. And then the lifting, the lifting went great. I love, like I mentioned before, I've been loving lifting at Planet Fitness. Nothing crazy. I have it set out for this block, uh, goblet squats, supersetted with dumbbell rows or seated row machine, and then a superset of dumbbell bench press, dumbbell single leg RDL, and then dumbbell overhead press. And then for core, I have payoff press, supersetted with dead bugs and uh, farmer's carry. So pretty simple, nothing crazy. That's what I mean. Like, you know, it doesn't, training doesn't have to be this crazy nuanced thing. You know, it can be simple and effective. And we're trying to do the minimal effective dose here to get to where you want to go. And that's definitely what I am doing when I wrote this training plan for myself. But yeah, I love lifting. I love Planet Fitness. I'm here to tell you all. I love Planet Fitness. Go get, go join a Planet Fitness gym. Love it. You know, um, it's been that day was good. This, you know, I just finished that. Maybe it's also because I'm caffeinated, but it felt good. I felt strong. I definitely guessed where I would be with the weights. So that was nice to know that I don't I didn't expect myself to to be somewhere else, because that would have been a little bit disappointing, but it was right around where I thought I would be. And yeah, this first week, like I mentioned, I don't, that first day of training really put me up on the wrong foot of kind of disappointed, and just, I guess this is it. I guess we're doing this. And it was also the reality of like, I guess we're doing this, (laughs) you know, going into day one. I've been talking about it, and I made this goal, I've been talking to you all about it, and I was just like, okay, yeah, I guess we're actually doing this. I'm doing this. Fuck, I am doing this. And it was that reality moment as well. And I am excited for week two of actually getting them in my four by fours, and I'm probably sure I'll get my ass absolutely fucking kicked. (laughs) After how rope doubles went, I am sure I'm going to get my ass kicked. And then I'm going to adjust the hangboarding, like I mentioned, so hopefully get a little more into that. But yeah, that was week one of the training and, you know, lesson from this one. Shit's not going to go as planned. 
You, you got to be able to adjust. Even if you're disappointed and sad, you still got to do it, unfortunately. And that's just a reality and that's a fact. Like that day one, really not psyched that that was day one of training and started off this 12-week block, but got to do it. Got to get done. I got goals. I got this. You know, I got something to work towards and had in the moment adjust. So I did. But yeah, thank you all for listening and joining me on this journey of behind the training through this 12 weeks and hopefully, you know, flashing that climb. Oh boy, it's going to be goody. This is going to be fun. And I know that my voice isn't changing, but I'm just like, I think as I'm recording this episode, it's like really hitting me what I'm doing and what I'm sharing with all of you. It's, it's happening. This is reality. All right. Bye y'all. Thanks for listening to another Face the Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows, bench press for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at face the climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right. Have a good rest of your day, y'all.